Good morning. Hi, everybody. Hi. I just wanted to start like this. All right, I'll stop. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Welcome to the last episode of 2019. This is your girl, your friend, your second cousin, Jennifer Hell. And this is Don't Get Offended. Here's another round of applause. One day it'll be real, people. I can see it. Can you see it? Can you guys see it? <laughs> this is Jen touring with her podcast with herself. And that's it. <laughs> I want to say that there's not one episode that I can't stop, that I have to... All right, let me retract what I'm saying. Backtrack, retract. There's not one time that I don't stop this motherfucking podcast and I have to troubleshoot this should just be called troubleshooting with Jen except I'm not recording when I'm troubleshooting because I am troubleshooting and can't record so always something but the problem has been solved because I'm figuring things out as I go along and it's always something stupid let me adjust myself in this chair so if you want to record your own podcast you want to start your own um I don't know hour-long rant about nothing you will also have these problems yourself unless you have the money or the time or the connections to find people to figure this shit out for you but otherwise you're mostly dealing with a lot of annoying little things but other than that this is great and I had to get myself on this microphone today because the 2019 is almost over. Can you fucking believe it? I'm every year I say I'm happy this year is over, but you know, I'm happy this year is over. Let me take a sip of my soda. Also side note, soda's bad for you. And I think it causes um, kidney failure, but you know, what do I know? I'm just some nurse who drinks soda sometimes. Diet Pepsi's my jam. I always realize I'll be like, I'll ask people if they want anything down in the cafeteria when I'm at work or when I'm anywhere where I'm going to get something. And I'm always like, you guys want a Diet Pepsi? And people are like, what the fuck? They're like, ah. I'm like, oh, I only ask because, you know, that's what I want. I don't think you need to drink a Diet Pepsi. You can get a regular Pepsi. I don't think you need to diet anything. All right, this is awkward anyway. <laughs> like, I'm going downstairs. You want a Diet Pepsi with light ice? Anybody? <laughs> it's so good, guys. It's so good. Except, you know, when it's too syrupy, then it's not good. Other fucking, you know, the bubbles aren't there. All right, where have I gone? What have I done? I want you, I want to set the scene for where I'm at because I can't have you. You guys aren't setting the scene for where you are at. And you can let me know where you're at when you listen so then I can set the scene for myself and my head. Um, this is a one-way relationship. I'm giving and giving and I'm getting nothing back. <laughs> no, I'm getting I'm getting back. I this this fulfills me and I hope that when you're listening it fulfills you in some way as well. I hope I fill you up. I fill up your cup. God. I had to add fill up your cup because I'm like, I hope I fill you sounds a little inappropriate. And I don't wanna be inappropriate on this podcast. This is for children. This is for children and families. This is this is Disney Plus content here. Yeah. So, so the scene we're at right now is me in my bedroom. I just worked three shifts in a row. 
I have not worked out in a week. Well, six days. I, and if you know me, that's like outrageous. But I'm dealing with my own problems with not working out in a week. And there's other people that can't work out at all or haven't worked out ever. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Jen. So I get it. But I'm just saying for my own mental health and what I'm used to, I just was like, I don't feel it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. And it's a good timing for it to start, you know, right at the end of the year, right before all the New Year's resolutions to get back in the gym. You know, it's a good time for me to fall off and just stare at a ceiling. So I just got off three shifts at work, which is if you're a fucking nurse, I'm not, I don't know what it's like to be any other. I mean, I do. I've had other careers, but nursing, uh, it's just, uh, it's tiring. And I've said this so many times. I'm like, I am aging. I'm tired. My back hurts. My feet hurt. I've been a nurse for almost seven years, a little over six years, closer to seven years. I don't know. Six, yeah, six and a half years, a little over that. And I'm like, zonked. You like that word? <laughs> I've been reading a lot of books lately. So I've like seen, I've like learned a lot of new vocabulary and seen a lot of, lo a lot of new words and zonked. <laughs> it's the best way to describe how I feel. And I like, so today is my day off and I'm back for two 12s. I worked three twelves with a third shift. I was there till 8.30, which is just an extra hour, but that extra hour feels like an extra million hours. And then I had today off, and I was like, I, if I can get laundry done, I deserve a round of applause. So <laughs> I did get laundry done. <laughs> I also want to add that uh, my back has been hurting a lot, and uh, I don't know if it's the firm mattress I've been sleeping on or the fact that I lift 3 million thousand pound patients. Nobody's 3 million thousand pounds. They'd be dead. But 300 pounds, 200 pounds, even 150 pounds if you're not doing anything on your own is fucking a lot. And then they, they have this policy in hospitals. Here we go with side stories on Jen. Here's Jen with her side fucking rants. But we have these policies where they say, you know, we're a no-lift hospital. You're like, yeah, that's not true. But on paper, they call themselves a no-lift hospital. And then they buy, they buy, um, mm, what's the word, machines? It's not machines. They buy, I read a lot, so I've been l expanding my vocabulary. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I even talking about? So they call themselves a no-lift hospital. And they buy these not machines because they're not motor well some of them are motorized i guess equipment there we go jen good job <laughs> equipment equipment e q u i p m e n t equipment <laughs> one second place in the spelling bee good job so they buy this equipment that they um, on paper, they claim they have enough for each floor and for every staff member to not have to lift a patient. Uh, is there, there's no laugh track. I think about a laugh track every time I record this, because if you're a nurse, a CNA, or in the medical field at all, or, or a patient, or have ever been in a hospital, this is fucking impossible. Like you cannot, it's impossible. The no lift is just so that they don't have to hire staff. And then if you get injured, lifting a patient it's your own damn fault because you didn't use the lift equipment 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 eq 
<laughs> Guys, I think I spelled equipment wrong, didn't I? I didn't even Google it. But so you have to like pull patients up. And then I, I have patients who are, we call them bariatric, you know, overweight patients who are just like heavy, heavy. And you, they, can't, they slide down these stupid fucking hospital beds all day long. Half of them are five feet tall. They're either five feet tall or 6'10". You're like, is it, can you get a fucking average height patient, please? Anybody? Can I get an average height? It's like, what the fuck? So you have to pull them up in bed. And then if the hospital administrators or the managers around and they see the patient sliding down the bed, they're like, your patient looks uncomfortable. They need to be boosted up. <sighs> Don't. It's just never ending. So then you try to lift, the, you know, flatten the bed out, maybe put them upside down for a little bit, a little Trendelenburg for you new folks who aren't in the medical field. It's called Trendelenburg, a.k.a. upside motherfucking down. <laughs> Feet up in the air. This is the thing. Side, side, side note from when I, where I've started here. I don't know where I've gone, but you guys just follow along. If you put the patient's head upside down, it's called Trendelenburg. That's the, you know, position to move them. To move them up in the bed, you put their head you put their head down and move them up. And then if you want their feet down, it's called reverse Trendelenburg. But doesn't that seem like it doesn't feel right? It feels like Trendelenburg should be feet down and reverse Trendelenburg should be head down. But who the fuck am I? I mean, I don't know. A little medical humor for you guys. A little nursing humor, a little trendy humor. Put your patient in trendy. A little anyways. So I did that like so many times to my patient. He's he was he was six two and three hundred pounds, and he could not move himself very well at all. He was a sick guy. He had other issues, but obviously it was always in the hospital. So I moved him a lot, and then the last time I moved him, I was like, "Fuck that shit hurt," and I'll just be like, "Oh, oh, excuse me, I have to burp because carbon dioxide and soda makes you want to burp." So. What was I getting at? So my back was hurting from that, and I obviously just haven't worked out. I say obviously, but you don't know that, but I'm sharing that with you now. And I thought, I'm going to share with my followers on social media, <laughs> anybody gives a fuck, that I haven't worked out so that I feel like I'm confessing something so that you guys can understand. Oh, I did spell equipment right. It is a P. Equipment. Equipment. I spelled it right, guys. Back to that. So I wanted to talk today first of all about three million different things so that you guys can all be like um glad i wasted 30 minutes of my life listening to nonsense i don't feel inspired at all but you know it is what it is the last episode i did mention policies and procedures that hospitals do and then the people fucking mindlessly follow them and can't break a fucking rule to save their lives <sighs> break one rule you know those people that don't break no rules you just want them just break one you fucking pussy Anywho, that's what rules are made for. Rules, if, if everybody broke all the rules, then be chaos. Oh, anyways, so I said in my last episode about heparin, and I was like, after I said it, I'm like, I, I don't really how to, know how to edit, so I'm not going back. Said it and edit, that rhymes. I'm not going back and fixing it, okay? But I'll say it in this episode. It was probably a bad example because I said, um, I had a, a nurse that was working, like, you have to check the drip, check the uh, milliliters that you set the pump at, and you have to check your math with another person. And I made it sound as though I wanted him to do all the math, but you're supposed to check your math separately and then come together. But I, my point was being like, let's just do the math together right now, and we could check it, double check it together. But, you know, he didn't want to do that because he wanted to hide his paper, you know? He didn't want me 
to be involved in his checking of the math and my checking of the math together. It wasn't, he went, the policy says you check it separately. So I feel better that I fixed that. I was losing sleep over it, to be honest. I was like, oh my God, people are gonna think I'm a terrible nurse that I just don't give a fuck about a heparin drip. But TBH, it's not like it's dibutamine or fucking cardizem, you know what I'm saying? A little medical humor. <laughs> In that you can kind of reverse heparin quicker and you can reverse really a lot of things. But anyways, it, you know, it's not safe to act like they shouldn't check. What I said, what I said, I said what I said. <laughs> I was making the initial joke about policies. I meant that we should just check it together. And that particular nurse did not want to because the policy said we had to check it separately. Okay, so let me. I fixed it. If anybody caught it, any nurse was listening at all. Whatever. You know what I meant, okay? Fucking, I'm done. I've moved on from it. Um, I worked on Christmas. Did you guys have your good family Christmas gatherings? Did you spend Christmas thinking about the people that you love that are died and they're not there anymore? And then you felt like if you say that, then you ruin people's holidays. Do you feel like that? Well, don't, okay? Because Christmas is just bullshit. No, it's for the kids. That's the bottom line. It's for the kids. Because you're like, I wasn't, the happiest I was on Christmas was when I was a goddamn child. Because I didn't know shit. And I was like, no, I definitely, definitely, I am definitely 100% totally positive that when I looked out my window on Christmas night, I saw reindeer. I saw them. You going to tell me different? You going to tell me? That's how I appreciated Christmas. Anywho. It is a good time to spend with your family and friends if you have a functional family. If you have a dysfunctional family, it's also fun because, oh, what the hell? What's going to happen today? I don't know. Let's see. Remember and um, look who's talking. What's in the can? Could be corn. Could be <laughs> cabbage or whatever the joke was. If you didn't see the show, did you see the movie? Uh, anyway, so I, I get to work on Christmas. And six people called in. Six fucking people called in. And I'm going to say something to the nurses around the country or anybody else who doesn't who works outside of California. You're just going to laugh at me, but I've gotten used to California nursing, and I'm a baby now. I'm a baby nurse all over again. <laughs> no, but I came into work, and I had five patients, five tele patients. And in California, you're supposed to have four to one. And they only put you at five if they absolutely have to, like if six fucking nurses call in. And it was... um annoying it was a lot and it was mostly two of my patients were very behavioral two of my patients one of my patients was really sick and one of my patients was you know I don't know you have a nice mix you have behavioral you have really sick patients and then you have patients that you're like why the fuck are they here and then the patients that you think why the fuck are they here the next day they're like coding or something you're like oh my god <laughs> I shouldn't have said that why are they here so I guess I don't really oh Sorry. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> My point was that I worked on Christmas, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> it was annoying. Did anybody else work on Christmas? I know you did, because I worked with a bunch of people. So I know there was a lot of people working on Christmas, and I hope that you had a good day. But they fed us, at least. Excuse me. That's now watered-down Diet Coke, so I'm basically drinking brown water. Um, they fed us and I was like, what is this bullshit fucking turkey and mashed potatoes with fucking carrots? 
What kind of dinner is this? And then I was like, Jen, you're being ungrateful. This is not how you live your life. You have to be grateful for the things you have. And free carrots are free carrots, even if they're fucking disgusting. <laughs> they weren't that bad. They were actually really good. So before I, I went to, before I worked, I went on a vacation. I did it myself. I took a few days and went up to San Francisco and I saw the Golden Gate Bridge. And I took a little um, harbor tour, harbor tour for you are pronouncing motherfuckers. For you are pronouncing motherfuckers. Doesn't that sound weird? It does. It does sound weird. So don't make me say my ass. And uh, the, the harbor boat went under the Golden Gate and went under the Bay Bridge. And it was like an audio. You put in headphones and you listen to, you know, the history of San Francisco Bay. Which the bottom line of the history of San Francisco Bay is we stole it from Native Americans and built tall buildings. End of story. Just like the history of the entire country. Uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. <laughs> that's not funny. Suffering is not funny. And then I, I was like, oh, I should go to Alcatraz. And then I didn't. I just took the ferry around Alcatraz. I didn't go in. And then I did the little Lombard Street thing, which was totally overrated, but I did it, you know. And I'm like, am I jaded? Have I become a negative, jaded person that I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about this crooked-ass street, okay? I don't really care. Do you guys care? You guys do? Okay. And I thought, what if you lived right on this street? If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's called Lombard Street, like... Ah, uh, Lombard. I thought it was like a Lombard, like your back or your, I don't know. It's a crooked street in San Francisco. If you don't know what I'm talking about, all you have to do is Google crooked sand and then it will show up in Google because it, Google now knows what you're thinking and what you want. And it's, it, it, it uh, adjusts to your needs. It anticipates your needs. Um, so I did that. And then I worked three in a row, three long, long shifts. And then I had today off and I have to go back for two. And New Year's Eve is coming up and I'm having all this anxiety because I don't have anything planned or anything to do. I'm like, should I just go on another road trip? What am I supposed to do with myself? Do I have to drink, guys? Do we have to drink on New Year's Eve? Should I just meditate for hours? I just feel like this 2020, I don't know if it's all of us. Maybe it's the numbers just feel good and... The idea that a decade's been over, that we've gone through a decade and we survived and we've been through some shit. All of us as a humans, as people, every single person you've met has been through some shit in the past 10 years. Every single one of the people you meet, and some people have been through a lot of shit and some people have just been through a little shit, but people have been through shit. And you feel like 2020 feels like doors opening, like a new vision, you know, the 2020. I'm not going to get all cliche about it, but... You just feel like you want to do, you want to make yourself proud, maybe, and do something good. I guess for yourself. This is me attempting to be motivational again. I used to be. I used to take it very seriously when I was like, "Bitches, I'm losing mad weight, and you should all be losing mad weight too." The end. And then I gained weight, and I was like, "Mind your business, bitches." <laughs> Nobody asked your opinion, okay? Mind your fucking business. And I'm like, well, I'm just, you just start feeling like, what is this? There's more to life, you know? There's got to be more to to creating goals and, and visions for yourself, you know? You, more than just losing weight, right? 
right? Or is 2020 another year where I'm going to try to lose 50 pounds again? I can't, I can't deny it. It might happen. It might happen that it will be what I want to do. And it also might not happen that it won't, it won't be what I do, but I'll spend the whole year just beating myself up. But I don't want to do that. We want to feel good in 2020. We want to go into the year feeling like intentional and allowing ourselves to feel pain, sadness, happiness, peace, depression, blah, blah, blah. We want to feel it all as it comes. And that's maybe that's what 2020 should be, an awareness, an open, our opened eyes and a vision for our own inner self to be better. Yep. I spit those words out just the way they were. And if you don't like it, I mean, shut the fucking podcast off, okay? If you don't like it, hit end and say, sorry, Jen, you know, this isn't doing it for me. Um, I wrote... I wrote a bunch of things on my phone to try to remember to talk about in the notes app. Fun fact, I guess if you update your phone, you lose all your notes. So (laughs) just be aware of that. I have a ton of notes. If I could go through the notes I've written for no good goddamn reason. Oh, my goodness. I put in low rise jeans. And then I was like, why did you write that, Jen? And then I was like, oh, a low rise jeans coming back. Are they coming back? Because these bitches that can wear low-rise jeans, yeah, I'm calling you a bitch. You know who you are. I'm not talking to anybody in particular. I'm just saying, you skinny assholes. You little bitches. Wear your little low-rise jeans. Wear your button. Your button. It buttons right at the, your fucking clitoris. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where it buttons and it zippers right up your fucking labia. And those are your low-rise jeans. That's so fucking ugly. But I guess they're sexy if you have a fucking flat-ass stomach and no intestines and no fucking fupa or no chunky belly like me. If I wore if I wore low-rise jeans right now, I'd look like the the can that pops open when you're making cinnamon rolls. I'd be the, the post-popped look after it popped. That'd be me. It'd be you too. You know who you are. <laughs> So I hope they don't come back. And then I was like looking at these old um, scrolling through Instagram. I don't know if anybody else does that. And I came across Mar- a picture of Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige, and Left Eye, I think. Mary J. Blige. I know I miss said it, misspoke it. And uh, she's wearing those. Mariah Carey is wearing jeans with the top cut off. Remember that look with the, bo- the belt loops? So it was basically just the zipper. <laughs> what kind of fucking sorcery was that it's like if you bent over your pants just come off (laughs) you're just not wearing pants anymore that's it guys we're not bringing back low-rise jeans they're gross they're gross so i think that i really like i want it maybe i'll take a road trip into 2020 like driving into 2020 or, or entering 2020 maybe i'll just be on the road because it's it is a one of my favorite things to do I really like road trips, and I really like to do them by myself. I like to do them with people, too. But if I have to do it by myself, that's perfectly fine with me. I'll just drive hundreds of miles to nowhere and then end up in some random-ass town and book a random-ass hotel room in some little-ass motel or something. I've done a few road trips. I've done the Nevada to Alaska. I've done Massachusetts to California. I've done Massachusetts to Missouri, Missouri to Virginia, Virginia to Massachusetts. Um, the Route 1 up the California coast. 
Um, yeah, the route one up to California coast was unbelievable and very beautiful. Uh, it's awkward to do it by yourself when you're trying to take pictures. Be like, look, it, it's me and a huge ocean and cliffs. Let me get my face in it. It's me and then the ocean behind me. Yay. <laughs> there's a point on the highway where there's like a waterfall. It has a name and people who like name things and know what things are would be like, I can't believe she didn't even look up the name of this waterfall before she mentioned it. And it's literally just you just park on the side of the fucking highway and you walk down this dirt road, dirt path over onto this. And it ends. The path ends at this rock and these like fences. And then you stand there and you see the fucking waterfall. And you're like, oh, that's it. I'm going to Google it right now. Not that's it. Listen to me. But sometimes you're like, waterfall route one. Sometimes you're like, all right, everybody's hyped up about this. Like it's it's like so far away. Waterfall Route 1, California. Lovely Waterfall. Is that what it's called? Oh, it's called Mickway Falls. There you go. Mickway Falls. And if you Google it, does this sound weird now? Did I just sound weird? Oh, you fucking motherfucker. All right. If you Google Mickway Falls, you can see. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen so many pictures on Instagram of that. And people have posted that everywhere. And everybody knows what that looks like. And that's what it looks like. The picture, that's what it looks like in real life. And the walk to get there is just weird and random. You're like, okay, I'm basically like crawling under this rope, walking across a dirt path on a fence, and that's it. And then you get the picture, and then you leave, and you feel like this is it, guys. We've all collectively done this together for what? To have this moment where we're all just looking at this waterfall, and then we leave? I feel like that's weird, right? It's like, it's like people are going places to see things just to show that they've seen them and then walk away or we're not really even experiencing them but the golden gate bridge i'll tell you i experienced that and that felt so important for some reason i don't know why but i was like maybe it's because all the you know i was gonna sing is it is that the theme song to uh full house whatever happened to predictability I don't even know if that's the theme song, but uh, growing up, the Golden Gate Bridge, you see the scene, the opening scene of Full House where they're driving across in the convertible and their hair is flying in the air and you're a kid and you're like, I want to do that. I want to be in a convertible with my hair flying. Why can't I do that? And uh, yeah, so it was kind of like nostalgic for me, even though I've never seen it before. I've never been on the fucking bridge. Seeing it was like, wow, this is where Danny Tanner drove his kids across. Ah, this is where they drove their kids across the bridge and lived in San Francisco after their mother was killed. But they don't mention that part. They're just like, anyways, moving on. Let's go across this bridge. But yeah, so seeing the Golden Gate was pretty awesome. And driving across it was pretty cool. And everybody should do it. I had no desire, honestly, beforehand. I was like, okay, I guess I'll go see the Golden Gate Bridge. And I took it kind of like, I'm going to take this vacation and go to San Francisco so I can see the Golden Gate because I want, I guess I should see it since everybody says I should see it. And then if you ask people in California, should I go to San Francisco? People are like, meh. There's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of homeless people. You're a lot of homeless people. I'm like, right, hear that one more fucking time. Yeah, because it's fucking $4,500 a month to rent a studio apartment. That's why people are fucking homeless. Once again, what do I know? Very little. Very little. The older I get, the more I realize I don't know shit. 
and the things you learn or the things you th- things that you think make you smart, you're like, what makes you smart? Remembering things, having a memory of facts and figures, or understanding things. Because if it's understanding things, I feel very stupid a lot because the, the older I get, the less I understand. I feel as though I'm like, I don't completely, everything feels like a mystery, really. <laughs> I'm like, but when you get down to it, what does it all really mean? Yeah, one plus one is two, but is it really two? Is it? Because there's an infinite amount of numbers from zero to one. So how do we ever get from one to two? And here I am, deep thinking. Or am I superficial thinking? I don't know. I mean, you decide. Am I smart? Am I stupid? What do they mean? Who knows? Who fucking knows? So when I rode up, besides seeing the Golden Gate Bridge, when I rolled up Route 1, I drove up Route 1 um, last year, or last summer, whenever I did it. I don't remember. And because I have a bad memory because I'm going to get early onset Alzheimer's, I know it. It's caused by lunch meat. I ate a lot of lunch meat as a kid. And then... I was driving up the highway and then there's traffic, there's road work and they hold, they hold the traffic for like 25 minutes, an hour before you get to pass because it's like a one lane thing. And then I was like, oh my God, I have to fucking pee. And this is a, if anybody knows me, they know. I've said this before. I'm having a deja vu. I, I must have told this story before. If you listen to every episode and you've heard the story before, welcome to the repetition of me saying the story again because I, I feel as though I've said it before. Maybe I just told on my Instagram story. I'm having a deja vu. I'm having a fucking deja vu. I told this story. Anywho, I'm driving up. Um, it's not a deja vu if you actually did it. It's only a deja vu if you felt like you've done it in a past life or dream- dreamt about it, right? So if you actually did it, it's not a deja vu. Who the fuck knows? And then we're stuck in traffic, and on your right side is a fucking mountain, rock mountain right on your right side it's like the road a yellow line the mountain there's no trees to run in it's a a fucking mountain okay so if you open your door you hit the mountain do we understand do we get the image that we're here and on the left side is the driver's the driver's side on the left side if you open that door it's a cliff that you drops off into the ocean so it's a mountain on your right side in a cliff on your left side. So you're not pissing any fucking way, except in your car and in your pants and on the car seat. And that's exactly what I did. I tried not to. I held it in for an hour. I held it in for an hour, okay? If that's a long-ass time to hold piss in your bladder when you're sitting down in traffic alone, not like if someone else was there, they'd help you. <laughs> You're not alone, Jen. We'll help this be. We'll help this urine stay in your bladder. You can do it. <laughs> so I, I fucking pissed myself. <laughs> I had a That's not the first time I pissed my pants. I've done it many times. I know you have too. You know who you are. <laughs> You've all pissed yourself. But I had a cup of Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin spice latte in my, um cup holder so I was like oh I'll just dump this out the window and piss in this cup and then I'm like I don't have a dick how the fuck like like I'm just gonna whip out my vagina and put how the fuck am I supposed to piss in this thing you tell me but in my mind I was like I'll just pee in it and I'll pull down my pants and 
there's no there's no way you can do it it's just no way you like have to stand up and hold the cup between your legs so I try I literally tried so I was like literally so the cars started moving again I'm like flying and I I pull off two they have like vista sites that is like one or two cars can fit in it and it, I pulled off onto that I'm driving I'm on the right side of the road driving and then there's a vista point on the left side so I cut across the traffic to pull up to this vista point because I think I don't know what I think I'm gonna get out the car and pee on the gravel I was actually thinking if I get out this car right now and just jump out the driver's side door and just squat and piss in the open air with all these cars behind me <laughs> no one's gonna I'm not gonna see these people again <laughs> why not I'll just do it I I thought I was gonna do that until another car pulled off at the same time and they were right in front of me and I'm like Okay, well, I'm guessing this is just what I'm doing. So I just like whipped the pumpkin spice coffee out the window. Sadly, I had to be like, rest in peace, pumpkin. You're so good. <laughs> Goodbye. I have to pee in you now instead. And then I like crunch. I like whip my pants down. I'm already pissing. I'm already, I had to pee so bad. I'm already peeing. So I'm like, rip my pants down. I'm like putting the cup between my legs. And I'm like, this is pointless. This is catching nothing. I got maybe 30 mLs of urine, maybe a shot, maybe 50 at the most. And then I was like, I drank it because it had pumpkin flavor in it. And I was like, mmm, so good. No, didn't fucking drink it. And then I was like, all right, well, now I'm saturated in a rental car and I pissed on the seat. But thank God I got, you know, leather seats. I rented a car with leather seats so I could wipe it off. And I took my pants off because they were soaked. And I sat on a towel that I had in my bag. I had a towel on me. And then I was naked from the waist down for the next two hours for the rest of the ride. So I couldn't stop. <laughs> Jen, I couldn't stop and take pictures of the beautiful views because I was like Winnie the Pooh in it. I was fucking, well, it was like a t-shirt with no pants. <laughs> Imagine a t-shirt with no pants and, sh and like flip, uh, sneakers and socks on. <laughs> And I just get out the car and take pictures. Hey, guys. <laughs> like a, a German family standing there with their kids. And I'm like, hey, this is what we do in America. <laughs> we just This is how I do it. Uh, so, yeah. And then we had to stop a few more times. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm coming across a flag person. The people that, like, wave the flag and tell you to stop. And I'm sitting in my car naked from the waist from the waist down oh my god it was so funny it wasn't funny at the time I mean I did start laughing about it immediately after because I was like well this would happen <laughs> I feel like if I were to predict anything to happen on a road trip it would be me pissing my pants guys you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. so maybe my next road trip I can take I can shit myself a vomit all over the place and be like this is great <laughs> oh shit so I guess uh, this is what I'll be doing in the new year's unless something else comes up I'll just get a rental car and I'll drive I'll drive off the coast I'll drive off the coast into the ocean no I'll drive on the coast or see the ocean or something that always helps to reel in that never-ending looming depression or sadness or wondering what you're doing with your life that you feel like is always chasing you. Is that just me? Is that just me? You feel like it's like your mind's like, are you okay? 
you've been okay for a while, dude. You've been feeling all right for a while. You're feeling happy, like living your life and like doing your thing. But like, dude, are you okay? Are you sure? Dude, dude, check yourself. Think about it. Think about it deep. Are you really okay? No, you're not. You see, I'm back. We're depressed together. I knew you weren't okay, dude. I knew it. I was back here in your mind. I was thinking, are you okay? And I was like, nah, you're not okay. Let's be sad. <laughs> That's why I feel like my mind works. That's my depression voice. Are you okay, dude? No, you're not. Nah, dude, nah. Eat the cake, dude. Fuck it. Don't go to the gym. Don't go to the gym. Just lay here, dude. Lay here, dude. Dude, what else are you going to do? Get up, dude? Nah. You going to take a shower, dude? Nah. Nah. Don't do that. All you have to do is sleep. You and I would sleep forever. <laughs> uh, depression's funny, isn't it? I don't want to call it depression. I have not been clinically diagnosed. But I do believe that there is a looming darkness that follows me around all the time and is asking me if I'm okay or if I'm going to lose it today. Maybe I should seek some help. <laughs> no, let's not get serious. I, did, I do have a therapist I talk to. I haven't talked to her in a year or so. But, you know, I'll call her. I'll call her. I'll check in. It's my thing, so I do. So if you're uh, feeling like there's a there's a dark cloud chasing you all the time, and every once in a while, just like lays low, hangs back, is like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna let you enjoy this, okay? You know what? I'm gonna let you enjoy this moment with your family and people that you love and care about. I'll just hang out back here. I'll just be back here. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide back here. That's uh, you're not alone. We all I, I don't know if we all feel that, but if you feel that, I feel that, and you're and I'm with you. I'm with you in that stupid motherfucking stoned out dark cloud who just <laughs> harasses your life. So I think that to chase it away or to const or to accept it, you know, be like, hey, I see you there. Welcome fucking back. Every time I think I'm feeling good, here you fuck you come. I see you. And um, we're just going to hang out and um, accept each other. Let's talk about this. What's going on? And then the dark cloud's like, you know, dude, I'm just like, we're 36, dude. What are we doing? You know, where's our life going? You know, have we ever really felt love? You know, you know what I mean? Have we? And then I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, dude. Dude, have you? Dude, I don't know. Have you? All right, Jen, I've gone. You know, maybe, I don't know, hypothetically, if I were to tell you that I maybe had, maybe there was some THC involved in this podcast. I'm not going to promise you anything. I'm not going to say that that's what it is. But I'm going to say, judging by my level of uh, imaginativity today, or me just going off right there and talking to my dark cloud of sadness as though we were in a separate conversation and not recording a podcast, that maybe THC was involved, okay? Don't judge me. Don't fucking judge me. That's another thing. I'm sick of people judging. We're going into 2020. We're not fucking judging people, okay? Stop it. Unless they're fucking pricks or assholes, then yeah. Unless they're hurting someone or causing pain to someone or oppressing people, then yeah, you can fucking judge them and hate them. Unless they're the people that are like, billionaires have feelings too. Like, no, all right, calm the fuck down. Shut up. Billionaires also have billions of dollars. <laughs> Anywho, now we, I get it. You know, billionaires have feelings. I get it. I, there's no rhyme or reason why that happens. It just does, and then I touch it and it works. So I don't know why. So you go into 2020, you're going to give some people the benefit of the doubt. You're going to give some people some grace. You're going to give yourself some grace. You're going to fucking own your fucking life. And we're going to find a direction for don't get offended. We're going to find a fucking direction. Is this a business? Am I an LLC? 
Am I? Am I out? What, what is my purpose? Am I just throwing mindless chatter into the interwebs, into your ear from, from my room to your ear? I don't know. But we're going to find a direction together, and me and my small fan group. So whenever you message me and let me know that you listened, I really, truly do appreciate it. I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful that I can make you laugh or that you can relate to anything I've ever said. I appreciate it. So here's to 2020. Goodbye, 2019, and all the memories. Um, It was kind of a tough year, and... uh, yeah, I think 2019 was us kind of reevaluating what was what's you know what we're doing and where we are and where we stand, and it feels more monumental because it's the end of a, an era. Is an era a hundred years? It's the end of a decade, but you know. So this is it. I'm done with this podcast today. Episode 20 will be in 2020, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna release this podcast tonight as a as a gift to you. So thank you so much for listening once again. You know, gratitude helps keep that that looming sadness away. Gratitude really does. It's like a, it's like aloe for a burn. It's like, oh, it feels good to feel grateful. It feels good to be appreciative. And it feels good to like help other people and give to other people. And as a nurse, I do that a lot, but I get paid to do that. And then other times I want to punch half my patients in the face, but I still love them. It's like an it's like a relationship you like I still I'm here to care about you. I do care. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm still going to tell you to fuck off if you're being rude, but I I do care about you. You know, I want you to get better. I'm not going to not save you or help you or give you your meds, but I'm going to tell you to fuck off if you're being a dick, okay? Okay. So that's how I nurse. How do you nurse? I mean, are you a Jesus nurse? Are you one of those nurses that are doing it because Jesus put his like whatever into you, his light or something, you're putting your hand of God over these patients, that's great. Good for you, too. But remember that you don't deserve to be shitted on just because you think that it's your calling from Jesus, that patients shouldn't treat you like shit, okay? We love you as our patients. I do care about you. I will be here for you. But if you fucking throw your shit at me, I'll still be here for you because if you throw your shit at me, there's something really wrong with you if you throw your shit at me. But I will yell at you. I've yelled at patients many, many times. And I've gotten spoken to about it. But, you know, there's a nurse shortage and they're really desperate. So they don't really fire you unless you're really bad. But, yeah, if you're my patient, I will yell at you but also care for you. Okay? And I'll make you laugh. I'll try. And I'll hurt my fucking back clearly for you to lift your ass up in bed. Because, you know, you can't do it yourself. And I want you to know we've seen everything. Don't be embarrassed. We leave modesty at the door when you go to the hospital we we're gonna see your ass crack we're gonna see your vagina your penis your balls your fucking every wound you've ever had every injury you've ever had we're gonna see it all and we don't really care to be honest we don't care it's like the least of our issues okay unless it's pretty gnarly wound that we have to like you know get in deep with (laughs) but i just want you to know don't be shy but i know if i was a patient i'd be like oh my god i would like feel so embarrassed so i get it I know, I understand that's probably how you feel, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We've seen everything. We've seen so much. And we forget. We forget. We try to forget. It's how we deal. I don't know where I went with that, but okay. Maybe I'll get more into nursing talk, I guess, at some point in my life. So, much love to all you again. This is the end, I promise for real. And I will see you in 2020. This is the end of this podcast. I don't want to be ominous and be like, this is the end. This is the end of this podcast, and I will see you in 
Okay, Jen. Okay. Love to you all. Email me at digitgetoffended at gmail.com if you feel some type of way. Leave a review on Apple. Tell your friends and family. And goodbye. Yes, I'm...